Welcome back to Horror on the Orient Express. Where last we left our epic chums, they were recuperating after some minor mishaps at Westminster Abbey on Boxing Day. Mm. My ears exploded. It was very unpleasant. Thankfully, everyone's hearing has come back. Um, and What? <laughs> you all levelled up your hearing, so your ears are clearly re- recovering. Oh, okay. Okay. You no longer have to shout. Um, Damn. The professor um, has politely decided that we should just draw a line under that whole adventure and uh, move on to the next one, which is Highgate Cemetery, which, as you know, is apparently full of spooky dark gods, people walking around in funky cult robes and uh, mausoleums. Your intended plan is to visit Highgate Cemetery as a team and explore the three mausoleums at the centre of the um, cemetery, as well as investigate the rumour of the black dog. Um, But none of this happens until around about sunset. And the black dog doesn't appear until after dark, so the professor has arranged for special access to the cemetery in the evening. So you're planning to get there at about five. So up till that point, uh, you've all got the 27th of December to do what you like with. Robert can't be with you today. He has an actual stage show to perform, so he's had to go in for rehearsals and such. It is that time of year. Yeah, he's, you know, he's, he's still got a li- living to earn. He's not um, a princess, news reporter, mysterious person, librarian or zoologist. So, you know, he has to go and live and work for a living, unlike the rest of you. To be fair, I just scrounge for a living currently until I get my next gig. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And the libraries are still closed, so Evelyn's on paid vacation time. Alice can write a newspaper story from anywhere, really. And um, Louise is a member of the British royal family, so notoriously not known for wanting. Max is an orphan. Yeah, but your adopted father is incredibly rich. And you're just... I don't have a very good credit rating, though, so he loves to... <laughs> well, you have He's to very go... rich. He keeps control of the purse strings, but I'm sure if you ask nicely, he'll um, buy you things. Um, yeah. No. Okay. So, I'm going to go around. Evelyn, what are you doing with a day off? Obviously, reading the shit out of some books. Yeah, which book are you going to read? I don't know. I'm checking all the books that I can read. Okay, whilst you check your books, Maximum, what are you going to do? There are I, some um, storm drains that are calling to you. I am headed into central London. Can you share the newspaper article that we got last session again? Because it's no longer in my thingies. Oh, yeah. Oh. Ah, that's the one. I am... 
So you're heading into London? Headed to the East End, somewhere in Whitechapel. We're heading to Whitechapel. Excellent. Um, Alice, what are you doing? Um, when's Chu Chin Chow on? Uh, Is it over Christmas? It's on all year. Your tickets are good for any showing throughout the year. You just need to ring them up and um, like exchange your voucher for actual tickets. I mean, I'm tempted to do that. <laughs> so you're going to a matinee showing of Chu Chin Chow. Roll me your luck. Oh. Uh, where's the luck button? Wait, oh, there it is. So long. Yep, they have seats available. You are able. They put your name down. You need to bring the voucher with you to the box office. The matinee starts at two p.m. and finishes at five. So you'll be a little bit late to the cemetery, but you can just head straight to the cemetery from the theatre. Are Yay, you taking anyone? You've got two tickets. Are you taking anyone with you? I do actually. Yes, extend the invite um, to. Anyone who may wish to join me, I'm, I feel somewhat fascinated by this. Uh, Louise, Evelyn, uh, Nicholas, do any of you take up Alice's invitation to go and see Chu Chin Chow? I need to spend more time with Philip, really. Um, Louise? Oh, not me. Uh, the professor will go with you then, Alice. He says he'll meet yeah. you all at the uh, th- at the cemetery at five. You're all adults. You can get there without his supervision. Don't burn his house down. Don't fall off any roofs. <laughs> Mission one. Burn house down on the roof. <laughs> I, I just didn't want this character getting killed with an unused coupon for Chuchin Chow. Like, <laughs> I put so much thought into that present. It would be a shame if it didn't do anything. Yeah, and and now Russet's got to think up narrative around what happens in the show. He nice. will already have something prepped. Okay. Oh, um... Never underestimate him, or he will fuck you. Okay, uh, Louise, what are you doing with your 27th of December? Uh, I am going to have a look around the professor's library. Oh, exciting. Because some books, and I guess while he's not about, I will continue my readings. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, you find that most of the books are like encyclopedias and stuff like that. But there is a locked cabinet which has some very interesting-looking esoteric books in. I am just adding them all to your handouts. I, um, I would be in the library reading... Um, what book are you reading, Evelyn? So, assuming that the professor allows me to do so while he's off to go see Chin Chow Chin Chow um I want to read more of 1001 Nights Queen Shahaja. Did you ask him if you could borrow it before he left? I didn't really get an opportunity to, but I would like to, yes. Yep, yeah, he um, fetched it from his bedroom because he's been reading it before going to bed. 
And he happily gives you his copy of 1001 Nights by Queen Shahrazad. Uh, so, Louise, you walk in and see Evelyn reading a book. There's the Professor's Library. It's a very impressive library, but the most interesting books are all on display in this cabinet. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Sorry, I've just been sat there silent, so I wanted to make a noise. Hmm. <laughs> Whilst you decide which book to read now, I will go and be Queen. Queen. Aha! It wasn't meant as a complaint, just to be clear. <laughs> That's okay, but I just gave Nile like four handouts, so I need to give him a moment to um That's fair. So, what are you doing, Nicholas? Well, remind me, had I actually taken Philip to the zoological society at this point? You hadn't, because they've not been open before now. Okay. Are they actually gonna be open now? They are open now, yes. Okay. Um in which case I, I would probably take Philip there. Make sure he's properly bedded in and got a place where I can go and visit and play with him until and try try and train him to actually be a proper wild jaguar. Okay, you head uh-huh. across town with your jaguar. You take a handsome carriage, or are you walking through the snow. Uh, well, not snow, more like the rain. I'd take a carriage, it would make most sense. You take a carriage, you arrive at the Zoological Society. Roll for me your animal handling. Oh, handling. Oh. And your... Mm, credit rating. Oh, fuck off. Whoa! Uh, oh wait, hang on! There's invaders in Yeeks's room. This is uh, more exciting. Is the success on um, Nicholas's credit rating? That was Chloe, I think. Uh huh. She's changed her hair. Anyway, uh, Nicholas, you are able to negotiate with your compatriots and the secretary at the Zoological Society to get uh, Nicholas uh, Philip. Sorry. A uh, enclosure in the wild animal section of the zoo. Um, uh, you don't make much headway with training him today. He mostly ignores you because he's interested in this big open. It's like just yeah. like a massive field with trees and climbing things. And That's fair. The public can't actually get that close. They're all the way up Good. on like a suspended walkway that goes between two enclosures. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, you have a very successful day out with Philip. Okay. And you got him somewhere hey. to live. Yes. So we're we getting food even if I'm not around now. He's got somewhere to stay and he won't be destroying the professor's house potentially. And or being kidnapped by cultists. Or and, and or being kidnapped by cultists. So I do intend to spend quite a bit of time with him before anything might happen. Anyone might have uh, to leave the country due to the name of the campaign. Yes, exactly. Uh. Evelyn. Yo. Roll me 
Arabic to read 1001 Nights. Was not written in Arabic, I thought. Isn't it? I thought it was. Let me check. It doesn't say in the book that it's. It doesn't actually give give your language as to what it's written in. When I when I specified buying the present, I did specify in the original Arabic. Yes, it is in Arabic. Okay, cool. Thanks, Yanks. I figured the professor wouldn't want like a shitty English translation. He'd want the original. Can can the professor actually read Arabic though? He can, yes. Okay, good. Oh, even Nicholas can read Arabic. Oh, oh, <laughs> Arabic? Everyone can oh. read Arabic. I mean, Sam can read Arabic. No, Max can read Arabic too. Everyone can read Arabic. <laughs> I mean, the professor spent most of his youth living in Constantinople, so... Uh... Istanbul, Constantinople. Right, I read the book. Hey, uh, you spend the day reading the book. The skim read is unlocked. Yay, I get that. Success. Okay, uh, you get uh, plus two Cthulhu Mythos, plus ten Dream Law, and roll a d8. Plus ten Dream Law. Your brain has melted. Congratulations. You are lost in time and space. <laughs> no, don't say that. Your consciousness drifts out of your body. Ugh. Ah, a seven. That's an exciting number. You lose seven sanity, and I have to get to the temporary insanity chart. Oh. Uh, whilst we're doing that, Louise, what book did you settle on in the end? Um, Let's have a look at Isis Unveiled. You are reading Isis Unveiled. Uh, please roll me... What does this require you to roll? Wait, has Louise got a key then for the locked cabinet? She asked Beddoes, and Beddoes happily unlocked it for her. Fuck you, Beddoes! <laughs> Beddoes would not say no to the royalty. Yeah, she can have whatever said she no knows. to me. Yeah. You're not royalty. You're not the Princess Louise of the House of Windsor. Princess Louise has Windsor. Roll me your English, please, Louise. Uh Okay, uh I will mark off half. Half of that as you are reading along and Fopsy darling, roll me a D ten. Um Nine. Hmm. That's exciting. Is it? Roll me a D100. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 71? You have just forgotten the last 71 days. Oh, this is exciting. Uh, just from reading the book, there are some very disturbing themes in this book that you are reading. Ones that you really don't like. Like some of the stories are really... They just prod at bits of your psyche that you really don't like. And there's one particular story about parasites that would crawl in through people's ears and possess their brains. Oh, and take no! Control of them. 
Uh, so you, my darling, darling Popsy, have now established parasitophobia. Great. I mean, it's a really disturbing story, and it just settles into your mind. It's just not nice. So you have a fear of parasites. Just, just, just ticking away there. It will be fine, I'm sure. Uh, okay. To be fair, it's quite a healthy fear. Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel like that's uncommon. Exactly. I'm guessing you probably have a slightly irrational level of concern about if someone that lives in London now, though. <laughs> Rats and fleas and politicians. <laughs> now, that's a completely rational fear. <laughs> Right, uh, Louise is having a nice time reading, Fopsy is having a nice time reading, Nicholas is trying to play with a Jaguar cub, and Alice has gone to the theatre. Uh, I will be Max and then Alice. Maximum. I am headed for... What hospital do I know is in Whitechapel? Um... That one. There aren't any, really. Not in Whitechapel. Oh. Where would the nearest hospital be for Whitechapel? St. Thomas's. I'm headed there. Hey, you arrive at St. Thomas's. Um, what time of day is it? Probably about 11am by the time you get there. Okay, I'm going to head for a reception desk. Um, I'm I'm going to a notebook out of my my bag and a piece of and a pencil tuck it behind my ear and try and act as if I am a journalist from the times that's I'm going to lay it out before I attempt it roll me your acting okay acting well, that went well. You do get a bonus die because you were preparing this beforehand. Okay. Oh, they took the bonus die away again, didn't they? Yeah, right. it only shows up on core skills or skills that we haven't added by clicking the plus button, which is okay. stupid. I'll roll a d10. Not that it makes much difference. Hey, the uh, receptionist looks at you as you <laughs> introduce yourselves. And they frown... And I like. Do I know you from somewhere? Um, I don't often come round these parts. I don't. I wouldn't think so. You're that person I let in last night. Who was ten, said they were uh, from the press. Am I? Turns out you aren't from the press. So who the hell are you, and what do you want? Ah, <sighs> well, I. I, honestly, I'm a concerned citizen. I, I'd read about this awful story in the news last oh. night. I'm going to stop you there. Is this the Tomthorpe tragedy? That's the one, actually, yes. Well, you can turn around and go right out. I'm not telling you anything. It's a complete and utter tragedy. Okay. No, thank you for your time. Um... Have a good day, and I hope you have a happy new year. Yeah, well, they're not going to have a happy new year, that's for sure. No, I imagine not. Uh, you, um, would you like to find another door? 
Yeah, I'm going to look for another another way in. Is there a porter's door somewhere around the side? Yeah, this is the porter's door you snuck through last night when you... Well, the other night when you were uh, checking up on dear old Nicholas. Yeah, um, I'm going to give it another go and try and ensure I don't go past reception. Hey, roll me your acting. Acting... Oh, that's fucking flip-flopping it around. This time, there's some bright-eyed young 16-year-old on the porter's door who doesn't really ask too many questions, just waves you through and goes back to his book. He literally, the, the, the entire entirety of your interaction with him is he looks up and nods at you and goes back to his book. Cool. I'll head straight in and... Um... See if I can find someone that might direct me to the ward that this fellow is located at. Well, me, your charm, persuade, or fast talk, whichever is highest. Where is persuade? Not charm is highest then. Hmm. I will do the charm. Yep, you do a lot of charming talk to various people and you find yourself directed down a staircase, into the basement, and outside the morgue. Oh. As I as I'm kind of headed down the stairs, I've started starting kind of the realisation is starting to hit that this isn't going to a ward. No. Um and I'm not even gonna reach the morgue, I'm gonna get in sight of the sign, and then I'm going to stop. Okay. And I'm going to... Is there, are there any rooms around here? Like, there, there, I haven't got anyone in, specifically. Um, the corridor comes down, and then there's the big metal door that goes through into the morgue complex, or there's the stairs that go back up. Um, there is also a door that goes into the furnace. Like the furnace room, not the furnace itself. I'm into the furnace. Is it open? Uh, you try the door, it's unlocked yet. I'm just going to go through the door and then instantly kind of lean on the wall. So my back is to the corridor, I'm just going to lean on the wall and kind of slide down it. Oh, well, your sanity. Yeah. Yeah. You take some time. Meanwhile... Alice. I'm trying to remember the name of the show now. You um, and the professor <laughs> are at Chu Chin Chow. Uh, I was going to call it Chin Chin Chu. <laughs> <laughs> Point is, it's just a string of free racist sounding syllables. So, yeah. I, I, I was looking this up on Wikipedia because, like, wait, is this racist? There's nothing about controversy. And, like, Russet said that, like, these sessions wouldn't be, like, in any way risque. So I was like, okay. But it sounds possibly racist. It's probably the least racist of racist things that were around at that time, I would say. Yeah. There were also three Chinese restaurants called Chu Chin that Chow that are currently in business. So It's a story about the wealthy merchant. Kazim Baba, the brother of Ali Baba, 
He was preparing to give a lavish banquet at his home for a wealthy Chinese merchant, Zhu Jin Zhao, who is on his way from China. And that actually sounds pretty legit. The robber chief Jin, Abu Hussein, wishes to add to his riches the property of Kasim. Uh, Abu Hassan forces his captive, the beautiful Zarat al-Kalubu, to spy for him in Caleb's house disguised as a slave girl by holding her lover hostage. Uh, the show continues with some comedy. She is nearly found out several times. Uh, Zarat sends messages to Abu Hassan, letting him know about the banquet. Hassan arrives at Kasim's palace disguised as Chuchin Chow, whom his gang has robbed and murdered. He then tries to glean information that will allow him to rob his host. Meanwhile, the slaves tell Ali Baba, Kazim's poor, lazy brother, about Hassan's secret cave and the password Open Sesame. Ali Baba enters the lair and helps himself to some of the thieves' treasure. Kasim, meanwhile, persuades his brother to tell him where his sudden wealth came from and slips out to see what he can find in Hassan's cave. Kasim finds the treasure but is captured and put to death. Hassan and his thirty thieves have a plan to put a plan to attack on the Baba household on the occasion of the wedding of Ali Baba's son and a slave girl. Then on the eve of the attack, Zara gets her revenge, disposing of Hassan's men by using boiling oil and saves the day. The slave girl Zarat is reunited with her lover. Ali Baba marries his brother's widow, and everyone who generally has a happy ending, and it is incredibly, incredibly racist for the time period. But is generally just a retelling of Ali Baba and the 40 Thieves. So, so to get this, to understand correctly... Um, and also, spoiler alert, I was just about to buy it and watch it, and now you just ruined the ending. Oh. <laughs> I considered um, saying that myself, but I, I resisted. <laughs> um, but, so, am I right in thinking that it's named after a dude that's killed really early on, and the rest of it is spent with a guy impersonating him? Yep. Oh my god, that's like... Wow. He got the byline, he got the credit roll, it just, it's not in it for very long. Yeah. Oh my god. There it is. Okay, well, yeah. yeah. Um, is this the sort of time period where I could get a little pot of ice cream, by the way? No. <laughs> no ice cream. Well, then this period of time sucks. It's fine. You're having a lovely time at the theatre. And Max yeah. is having an existential crisis in the morgue of, like, St. Thomas's. So, you know. Oh um, maximum. I'm going to come yep. back to you briefly. What are you doing? Right. Sobbing. Sobbing. Roll me your listen. Oh, you're just going to torture me more, aren't you? It's called Call of Cthulhu. That it is. Right. Where's my listen? I'm found here somewhere. Oh, I swear every time there it is. Oh God, damn it! Okay, uh, you overhear a conversation as a um, pair of people are wheeling something along the corridor. Can't believe it. Well, she was definitely unstable after what happened. Not surprised, really. It's a tragedy, though, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, it isn't good, is it? And then the door clunks open and they disappear. Uh... Um, yeah, you've worked out what they're talking about. Well done. I'm going to run. I'm running away. I'm running away. I'm running past them, straight up the stairs, gone. You flee. I flee. You flee and make me another sanity check. Oh, Oh, wow. Generals. <laughs> wow! Oh, some just desserts got served there. Wow! Ninety-five sanity, you failed. And failed. Crit failed. Oh Let's my god! Thank you. Thank you. Is Thank is you. Max gonna will... die Max on ninety-five sanity? Off <laughs> hospital. Lose nine sanity and then roll me a d10. Fucking typical. <laughs> What is it with you getting your characters killed? I don't know. It's not going to be a kill. It's just going to be an inconvenience for callous actions. An inconvenience of the callous actions? Callous. Oh. How did you roll a 12 on a d10? Oh, I rolled a d100 because I'm a potato. Hang on. <laughs> Seven. Same uh, as me? No, you got a nine. Uh, yeah, got you nine. are just fleeing inconsolably in panic. Roll me your luck. Ooh. Thank Christ. If you'd got a hundred. You are Runs just, out a window, just at the you, fourth floor. You are just fleeing inconsolably in panic right now. Not really looking at where you're going or what you're doing. You're just running to get away from the tragedy of the young boy who got accidentally killed by his mother and the mother who definitely took her own life afterwards. Sorry, Inks, but Call of Cthulhu, Call of Cthulhu pulls no punches. Actions have consequences. You've I mean, just got to... Like a, a cheetah cub, <laughs> and I'm trying to rewild it. You even got slightly deafened, and then your hearing came back. Where were your consequences? I'll bear point out my consequences were: I stood on a ladder up high, rather than I stole someone's house key. <laughs> I didn't know it was the house key. It was still a completely different intent. I just wanted to see some nice animals. A pure, wonderful wish. Whereas you were like, I will take the thing that is yours in your pocket. <laughs> I mean, admittedly, I did roll a dice to see what key you stole, and it was his house key. And then I rolled a dice to see what consequences that had, and it was like, 100! And I was like, oh. What has it got in its pockets? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Max is inconsolably running around Westminster right now. Uh, Alice is having a nice time with the professor. It's quite a jolly show. There's some musical numbers. There's beautiful costumes. It, like All the ladies are dressed in scantily clad um, sequin bedecked outfits. It's really quite a good show. Uh, Louise and uh, Evelyn are having a nice time reading and um, Nicholas... I don't know. <laughs> 
And Nicholas. Just and Nicholas. <laughs> Nicholas. <laughs> He's having a great time at the zoo. Mm-hmm. Hey. Um, you may well animal handling again, Nicholas. Yay. Oh, wait. I I screwed up at the beginning of this. Why? I, because animal handling... Actually, no, that was for last game, I think. Because I've got a note against my animal handling of DT, the double tick. But I think that was for last game. So, yeah. I succeeded that one anyway. You get some time helping to train Philip. Yay. Gonna make a real jaguar out of him yet. And as the day wears on, Louise, are you doing anything else or are you gonna stay reading? I'm happy to read and wait. Okay, roll English once more. It good? You finish reading Ice is Unveiled. You may now read Ice is Unveiled. But I just did that. Not a very long book. Yeah, but you, you were only halfway through it. Now you're all the way through it. Have a look. You are now a target. Quite possibly with some of these books. Exactly. <laughs> Admittedly, oh. Ice's Unveiled is the nicest book you can read. It really is. It's quite a nice book. It's quite a nice read. It had friendly letters on the cover. Uh, now you get plus ten to your occult, mm-hmm. plus forty hypnotism. Uh, that's new. Uh, that. An occult skill. Uh, so Niall's going to be all look into my eyes, not around the eyes. <laughs> look into my eyes. You're under. And under or else. <laughs> and under craft now. Mm-hmm. Add craft gem pendants plus 30. Ooh. The most so useful is... of skills. As Isis <laughs> Unveiled is all about hypnotism and the mystic peeling properties of crystal pendants. So this is really how the House of Windsor has stayed around for so long. Hypnotism. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's called the media. I thought it was nepotism with the Windsors, but... It bugs. They are snake people, apparently. I thought they were werewolves. Werewolf snakes. <laughs> werewolves. Werewolves. Werewolf snakes is more, where's my limbs? <laughs> <laughs> okay, and as the day rolls towards an end, uh, Evelyn and Louise. Louise, are you going to just summon a car to drive you to Highgate Cemetery? Uh, yes. Well, do you take Evelyn with you? Uh, what? is it just Evelyn here? Everyone uh, else is already... Everyone else is out. Yeah. Shall we go? Um. I'm going to go and have a wash quickly. I'll be right back. Okay. Um, Evelyn goes and... Yeah, Evelyn goes and has a very thorough like bath and inspects herself in front of a mirror and like scrubs and scrubs and scrubs and then like gets clean and then puts on clean clothing and everything like that um and do i have any gloves on me are there any 
Oh, I'll have to get special gloves because I've probably got giant hands. Damn it all. <laughs> uh, yeah, once once cleaned and washed and content as much as can be, uh, she'll head down to mm-hmm. meet. You meet Louise and you get the car to Highgate Cemetery. Alice and Professor Smith, you get the tube to Highgate Station and then it's a ten minute walk to the entrance to the cemetery. And uh, Quing, you can Need. get the tube as well. Roll me your luck, Quing and Alice. Rolling some luck. Oh, roll my luck. Time luck. Luck, 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 luck. Oh, shit, I'm glad that was on that. Uh, <laughs> Alice and Nicholas and Professor Smith, you bump into each other at Highgate Cemetery. You are either on the same train or on a train just after it, because it's the tube and they're quite frequent, and you bump into one another in the uh, entrance hall to Highgate Cemetery. That's lucky. Hello, everybody. Hello. Ah, Nicholas, did you have a nice day? Yes, Philip is nice and at home at the Zoological Society now, so he's not going to be wanting food, and I can go and see him whenever, and I can start training him. That's very good. Uh, very good indeed. Well, me and Alice saw a delightful play. Ah, that Chu Chin Chow, was it? Yes, it was a, a retelling of um, Ali Baba and the Forty Thieves, but with way more young ladies dressed in scantily outfits. Ah. Being the theatre, I'm guessing there weren't any animals there. There were, actually. There were some uh, pumas on stage. I'm not sure if they were real or what, but they were definitely moving around like they were real trained animals. I have a slight frown on my face, even though I like the sound of animals. I I would have said more that the animals were some of the men in the crowd whistling, but uh, that's just me. Well, I didn't whistle. Well, of course not. You're not an animal. Now look, um, let's walk up the hills to the cemetery. Indeed. All three of you roll pow as you descend, descend, ascend the hill. Pow, pow, whatever. Much pow. Chuchin pow. Meanwhile, Max, roll me your sanity. Oh... Yay. You eventually stop running and sink onto a bench and you're just sat there for like maybe two hours, maybe three hours before you slowly come back to yourself and realise you're somewhere near the Windmill Theatre in Soho. So you run quite away from St Thomas's Hospital. And yeah, that's quite a distance. And have managed not to get run over by any horse-drawn carriages or motor cars or autobuses. And uh, just sitting on a bench in Leicester... Well, not Leicester Square, but just north of Leicester Square in the heart of Soho at the windmill. Um, What time is it? Is there a clock anywhere nearby? Uh, You can see a clock on one of the cinemas. It is about... 3pm. Do I have an idea of how long it would take to get to the cemetery from here? About an hour. 
I'm going to find a gin house. Uh, you find a gin house? What I'm is... going to have a gin. You have a gin. Do you have one gin? I am going to roll a d3 and have that many gin. <laughs> Does it explode? You're going to roll a d100 again, aren't you? I think no. It, I think it does explode. Yeah, she rolls a three. She has to roll it again. One oh. gin. One gin. You have one big gin. Uh, and uh, then I'm going to go to the cemetery. You head for the cemetery. Now, what's what's fair eating? Has he got ice cream? No. What's he got? What's he got? He had a bowl. I want to know what's in the bowl. Ferret food. What's in the bowl? Is it what's cake? in the bowl? It could be muesli, actually. Oh, that's not cake. I'm not interested in you. Doesn't any food become ferret food when ferret is eating it? Oh, yes. yeah. It's true. <laughs> Tell ferret we're talking about him. This guy's headphones on. Oh. Okay, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come out the gin house, flag down a cab of some type, and get them to take me to the cemetery. Okay, you are heading for the cemetery in a cab. Okay, meanwhile... Uh, Alice, Nicholas and the Professor you are walking up the hill the sun is setting all three of you roll a spot hidden rolling a spot hidden a spot hidden I'm not going to spot oh my god That's... I'm using all the good rolls up early Okay, uh, Alice you can't help but notice as you're walking up the hill that just inside the fence, just beyond the first line of tombstones, under the shadows of the trees, there is something keeping pace with you. And as you glance over at it, a pair of red eyes stare back at you as this beast keeps pace with you as you're walking up the hill. Um, I, 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 I halt the group and uh, immediately point in the direction of the beast. The beast has stopped and is sitting there in the shadows and Nicholas and Professor Smith, who is me, um, (laughs) you can see this red-eyed beast sitting in the shadows by a graveyard staring at you all. Can I identify the beast? Roll your zoology. Zoology, zoology, watch me fail at my one job. Watch me really fail at my one job. Oh! (laughs) I need to send you a message, Kring. Holy shit. (laughs) Wow. I've never seen... I have never seen someone roll a one. Like, ever. That's... Well, well, take a screenshot. Craig Craig did his job so well. Well... Considering what happened last game, I think Craig's luck has finally turned a corner. I love it. Yeah. Finally. I'm, I'm, I'm totally To be proud. fair, except for my one crit fail in masks, I did have a very good game in masks. Yes, but you nearly died from blood loss. Yeah, but that wasn't my fault, and I did lose all that blood being incredibly epic. You did do it being incredibly epic trying to punch the wizard in the face. I didn't try. I succeeded, and then I outwizzled him too. 
You did outwitted him, and then you nearly died from blood loss. It was epic, though. That's what counts. Message sent to the Queens. The professor, <laughs> the professor looks at you expectantly, um, Nicholas, and is like, do you recognise what kind of beast that is, Nicholas? Well, Uncle, that right there is the sort of beast that's far more wolfhound than normal dog. And you see, um, They've only really ever been seen in works of fiction before, but we are clearly looking at a live specimen, so maybe those fictional works weren't quite so fictional. Fascinating. Well, shall we continue towards the gate and see if it follows us? Yes, yes, I think that we probably should, but... Alice, Alice, did you bring your camera? Be careful, Uncle. I I feel like something's a bit wrong with it. Not quite normal. In in this fiction that you talk of, um, are these creatures dangerous? Look at GM. I'm mm-hmm. guessing the answer is incredibly yes, but yes, I look deadpanly at Alice. Man-eating horrors. Perhaps we should um, head back to civilization then and come back with a larger group. Nonsense, Alice. Get your camera out and take a picture quickly. As much as I respect you, <laughs> fuck at that. Alice, it's just a picture and to be fair, it's beyond the fence right now and isn't making any overtly hostile actions towards us, so I think for the moment we're fine. And worst case scenario, it will eat me and my uncle long before it can get onto you. Don't worry. Just run if that happens. As reassuring as that is that I'm the last on the menu, I'm still disturbed by the concept of being on a menu. 
Look, it's probably um, just a wild dog, and we can't see it properly in the shadows, but get a picture, Alice, if you can, please. This is what we came here to discover. And anyway, Alice, we're all on everything's menu already. You, you know the great food chain. Eventually, the worms will even eat us. Never trust the worms, Alice. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm not there right now. That is not as reassuring as you think, Nicholas. Isn't it? I find it so comforting in the dark of the night. Oh, Nicholas. Fine, I'll take a photo, but I do not want to be hanging around here with that beast so close. Okay, well, take a photo and then we'll head up to the gates. I can see a couple of cars. I think it might be the others. We'll be safer in a larger group. I'm obviously distraught and distracted. You take the best picture you can of the shadowy red-eyed creature under some trees. Um, Louise and Evelyn, you are just getting out of your taxi when another taxi pulls up and Maximum climbs out. Ah, hello. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> oh. Foxy has changed genders and exploded. Yep, that's what happens. Yeah, I don't quite know what happened there. You changed um, genders and exploded. Apparently so, yeah. Max is... Um, Max steps out the cab, um, notes the others, and... Oh, good afternoon, Your Highness. Um, is my... Um, is the professor here yet? Yeah? I'm not sure. We've just arrived ourselves. Well, I'm sure he won't be too far behind. Shall we wait here, or shall we head in ourselves? I got the impression that he wanted to do this as a group, so perhaps we... I imagine he would have waited for us. As you are talking, a elderly gentleman in a flat cap comes out of the gatekeeper's cottage attached to the entranceway gateway. He peers at you and he goes, You Professor Smith group? Um, we are, yes. We're just waiting on the professor now. He's joining us at the gates. Well, I can't stand around out here in the cold. He hands you a key. Key to the side gate. Let's you in. When you're finished, just pop it through my post box. Me and the missus are having an evening in by the fire with the little ones. Of course, thank you very much. He hands the key to Louise at random and heads back into his gatehouse. And as he disappears, Alice, Nicholas and the Professor come ascending up the hill. Are you watching the dog? Oh, very much It follows you all the way up the path. Um, The entranceway to the um, cemetery kind of like bends in in a half circle. Yes, Craig? So, with animals, normally a lot of how you do interact with them is all in looks and how long you keep your eyes open and subtle movements of head and shoulders. I'm trying to, while I'm looking, give a, we're friends, not enemies vibe to the doggy. You try to do this. Um, but as you reach like the bit where the path curves in to go towards the gate, it turns and disappears into the brush and gravestones. It fades into the darkness as the sun finishes setting. 
and the street lamps uh, are illuminated. You find Louise, Maximum, and Evelyn. I like Max. Max has just struck a light to a cigarette. I am pointedly watching the point where it disappeared into the bushes. It's just gone. It's just shadows. Yeah, I, I'm trying not to lose the point though, because I want to go over there and check the facts once we're okay. inside. The professor smiles. Ah, everyone, I trust you all had a lovely day. Yes, uh, a, a lovely day. I just I spent it in your library, actually. Ah, uh, I hope you read something interesting. I did. Excellent, uh, Miss Evelyn. Do you have a lovely day? Um. Yes. Uh, How are you finding the Arabic uh, originals? They're quite tricky, but I find that the nuances of the atmosphere in some of the horror stories is much greater in the original Arabic than in the English translations I've read. Yes, uh, quite. Um, yes, uh, it, it's it's certainly a fascinating read. Have um, you read the one yet about the jinn butterfly that lands on the princess's head and describes um, uh, Yes, yes, uh, f- um, yes. Uh, uh, I visibly uh, twitch, trying not to look away from a finger. Butterfly, that sounds interesting, Uncle. It's a demon that controls the princess's mind by pretending it's part of her... Yes, well, I think there's... Oh, but if it's part of a Louise, did you get a key for the gate? You got a key for the gate, didn't you, Louise? So it might actually be a creature with that sort of ability somewhere in the world. So that could be yes. interesting to read. Yes, how how delightful. Yes, uh, uh, Louise, you you uh, you were given a key. Is that a key to the gate? Yes, yes, to the the gate over there. Yeah. Uh, can I can I have the key, please? Is Evelyn okay, Uncle? Uh, I think so. She just wants to get on with it. Um, yeah, clearly. Yes. yes of I have a key. When we're done, we just need to drop it. Are you into holding the out the key in any way? Uh, in your I, hand? I'm holding the key. I'm just sort of indicating its existence. Evelyn is going to grab the key from you. Do you Ooh. let Evelyn take the key? Or do you um, deck her for daring to touch your royal personage? <laughs> uh, I'm surprised, but I'm not going to stop it particularly. Yeah. Uh, Evelyn snatches the key and very quickly marches towards the gate, kind of mid almost mid-conversation. Follow Evelyn while looking at the point. Well, my son, um, I hope you had a nice day too. Um, We can catch up later. It sounds like we've got an adventure and Evelyn's really keen about this one, so let's get going. Max isn't going to say anything. Just going to nod. Now, we did see the black dog on our way up the hill. Uh, Nicholas got a bit spooked and thought it was some sort of devil hound that eats humans, but it was probably... I, I never crazy. said that, Uncle. I just said that it's not currently been seen as far as science is concerned. Look, you probably just couldn't make out what it was. It was probably like a greyhound or something. And that's exactly why I'm going to go and look at the tracks in a moment when we're through the gate, Uncle. Yes, poor Alice got a bit spooked too. It did look quite intimidating in the shadows and everything, but it's probably just a local stray and it's giving us all the heebie-jeebies because it was lurking in the shadows. Um, so, Nicholas, you go check the tracks. Uh, mm-hmm. Take a Maximum with you. Uh, Evelyn and Alice and I shall head towards the mausoleums in the centre. Did everyone bring a torch? 
Because I didn't, because I came straight from the theatre. I have a torch on me. I'm going to I... check my inventory. I have a dark lantern in my invent possession, so I'm assuming I've brought that with me. Okay, uh, you did come. Yeah, I'll let you have that. Me I have a torch. I have I don't actually have a no, I lost my torch in the fucking well. <laughs> yes, Who falls that? <laughs> Mine for hel- trying to help Nicholas from his impending doom. <laughs> Fuck, I didn't get a torch back after that, did you I? You did not. No, you haven't been shopping because everything was closed for Christmas. <laughs> I don't have a torch. I have lots of matches. Shit. Thankfully, the princess has a torch. Okay, uh, this way. Alice, do you have a torch? Uh, no. No. Well, the princess uh, has a torch. One torch will be enough. There are street lamps. Actually, hang on. So we had a torch in the Westminster Abbey, right? You did. Mm, I'm trying to think. How long do we spend in the house before we all disappeared out again? Uh, overnight. Oh, yeah. I would have left it behind. I was going to say, we uh, did get given torches on the first day, weren't we? Didn't we? First... Yeah, but I would have, I would have left it behind in the house. You can roll your luck, Alice, to see if you brought it with you when you left to go to the theatre. Yeah, because I'd be inclined, as we weren't coming back to the house, I'd be inclined to, but yeah, let's have a... Uh, yeah, yeah, you popped it in your handbag, you know, just you were like, oh, I might need that tonight, and you stuck it in your handbag. So you may add a torch to your character list. Yes. Okay, um, so Alice and Louise lead the way towards the centre of the cemetery with their torches whilst Nicholas and Max go to look for dog tracks. And Nicholas, roll me your intelligence. Rolling intelligence, rolling intelligence. Where is that? That It's right in front of me. I know it is. There it is. Boom. Okay. Uh, You have kept track of where you last saw the dog. And lead Max towards it. It's into the church. You have to go off the path and around towards the fence. It's about uh, maybe a five-minute walk around because you have to weave around graves. Yep. And uh, now you may start rolling track. And my luck is gone. Max, would you like to roll track? I don't think I actually have any skill in track. Let me just check. I, have, I can try, but it's very unlikely. No. Wow, yeah. Uh, neither of you can find any signs that the grass has been disturbed. It's wet, and the trees are dripping on you, uh, but you... Um, neither of you have a torch, so... Um, I have a dark lantern. Ah, uh, yes, your lantern. Uh, Nicholas's dark lantern uh, is not the best light source, however, since it's a dark lantern. Um... But you cannot find any signs of the grass being disturbed. Hmm. Hmm. It must have been quite light of foot. Do you want to keep searching? Clearly. Uh, yeah, I'd want to keep searching because I mean, we know we saw something. All three of us saw it there. Okay, roll so. me your track once more with a bonus die because Max is helping. A bonus. Oh, let's see if we can make it better. We fucking can! Extreme! No, it's not quite extreme. It's hard. Do I want to make it extreme, though? Three luck. 
It is only free luck. Go on, let's make it extreme. I feel like that might make a difference. When I kill Craig for on a failed luck roll and he misses by three, I'd like everyone to remember this. It will have made a difference. Uh, you um, you move down the hill, the path it had been taking, and you're shining your torch. It's a it's a directional dark lantern, so that you know you don't spook the wildlife. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you, you've opened the shutter and you're shining it on the grass. You don't find any tracks, but you're about halfway down the hill when you both become aware that something is shadowing you off to the left. And you turn, and about 30 yards away, sitting in the shadows, is something with red eyes watching you from a gravestone. Meanwhile... The ladies, all three ladies, and the professor, you arrive at the centre of the graveyard. There are three rather nice-looking mausoleums. There's a mock Egyptian pyramid made of blue-veined marble. There is a Byzantine domed mausoleum, so like a sandstone square structure held up by pillars with a big fancy um, mosaic dome on top of it. And there is a large, it's more of a big mound, just a, covered in grass with rock, it let, with a big rock entranceway, with a big round uh, stone rolled over the doorway. So it's a traditional Scottish barrow. And in the middle, there is a war memorial with a single lant electric light on top of it, giving some light to this sort of like centre point. <coughs> And I would just like to remind you all by showing you something. Uh, the graveyard looks a lot like this. So you've, you've been walking along um, past these sort of like mock Egyptian entranceways, this uh, pathways of tombs, recessed mausoleums, but now you're in the middle of it, so like there are concentric rings, you've gone through this entranceway, past the pillars, you've walked around the curving pathways with the doorways, and now you're in the middle, which is slightly higher up, like on a hillock, and you've got the um, the three mausoleums I just described, and Outside of this little complex at the centre, there's just a regular graveyard, which is where Max and um, Nick are. It's just graveyards and grass and paths. But this central bit is all really fancy. And that's where you are at the moment. And the professor's like, right. So, here we are. This is the Sarvin family. He points at the pyramid. The Griffin family. And the MacMahata family. Now, according to the legends, there are, or were, in the 1880s and the 1890s, figures in robes, like crimson robes, would be seen marching into the graveyard and then they would disappear when they reached the centre. The old theory was that um, they were letting themselves into one of the mausoleums. But, of course, the police never really investigated it because it was all poppycock. So we have a key to the pyramid and the Byzantine 
domed mausoleum. And we can just roll the big rock out of the way to go into the Scottish Bower. And we're going to look for any signs that people have been in them. Setting up some sort of uh, encampment or clubhouse Mm. or something. It was all the rage back in the 1890s to have like a, you know, your um, theosophical occult gatherings in places of mysticism, a.k.a. graveyards. So, uh, which one shall we look into first, ladies? I would suggest the barrow. I mean, presumably that's the oldest one here. Uh, the MacMahatha family is now extinct, but it does date all the way back to supposedly 1439. I mean, if they're now extinct, there's no one going to be popping by to see if anyone's been tampering with it. So, um, if anyone was casually coming by, then they might want to go to the one they can get to rather than the two that are locked. That is also yeah. a good point, Your Highness. Well then, ladies, uh, shall we see if we can shift this big rock out of the way? Um, gets to it. Roll strength, Evelyn, with two, three bonus dice, because the professor is helping. I don't need it. <laughs> Evelyn is just like, Whoa, spinach, <laughs> roll. Uh, roll your intelligence, please, Evelyn. Evelyn? Sorry, I just drew a complete blank just then of who Evelyn was. I'm really sorry. I'm I'm not going to lie, I did as well. I was thinking, but Evelyn Destrahan isn't in this game. I was like, I was like... I I, I was just baffled. Everyone went silent and I was like... I heard you know I was like... Who's Evelyn? <laughs> I guess I'll wait for them to roll. I don't want to do anything or say anything. <laughs> oh my god. Doing like three hours of systems training today has fucking killed my brain. It's ridiculous. Right, I got a success at least. I, I know things. My brain is. My character's brain is fine. Important <laughs> thing. Yeah. Excellent, guys. Long. Okay. What well, do I learn? As you roll the big rock out of the way, you look around and you find a big looking stone and wedge it under the rock so it can't just casually roll back into place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Right. Awesome. I'm just going to quickly run to the gent and then I'll, we shall resume. I don't see any running. It's rare that running happens in the same sentence as Blasset. <sighs> to be fair, it's rare running happens in the same sentence. That's why I'm allowed to say it. I just, I just like to think that he keeps his embellishments to the campaign. Nope. His whole life is an embellishment. I've known <laughs> him for long enough to know that he loves his embellishments. It's an embellishment wrapped in an exaggeration. Yes, yes. You're not wrong. Buried in a... Plastic bag. Wow. A plastic bag? That's brutal. 
That's that's fancy. That is. Well, if you're a council estate lad, then yeah, it's wow. So yeah, it's fancy that. I mean, if you if you're buried in a plastic bag, wait, wait, is... wait. There's a big difference between plastic bag and a bag for life. Yeah, we're talking like cheap ass, like really thin, horrible. It doesn't even have the reinforced grips or anything like that. They kind of turn into confetti if you leave them in a drawer for about a year. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But but like I say, a, 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 any bag can be a bag for life if you're burying someone in it or something. That's, that's for that's one life. Yes. Pretty cold right there. Oh, you're just saying about burying something in a bag, so it's like. So I mean, what we're true. saying is that bag for life should be called bag for lives, but well, the other ones are a bag for life because they're only going to last for the one life. They're going to biodegrade really fast outside one, but they've got a corpse inside like... them and they've been buried under yeah. earth. I feel yeah. like we're giving this way too much everything. This is what happens when it goes away. We talk absolute scribble. Yeah. Help. He's gonna get on this he's gonna get on the recording and go, What the fuck were they all talking about? Well, I'm probably... gonna have some more drugs. That whole thing just reminded me of the old phrase, what was it? Give a man a fire, he'll be warm for the night, set a man on fire. Set him on fire, fire but warm for the night. It's it's a... Uh... It's a it's a it's a fair proverb. Um, yeah, yeah, it is. Admittedly, the only time someone set me on fire uh, was was when I was younger, and I was a bit colder because they set fire to my jacket. <laughs> also, there's a whole fact that if you're put out after being on fire, there's a good chance you're actually going to feel really cold because of shock. Yeah. Also, not having any nerves. This is yeah. a really morbid conversation. <laughs> That also is kind of my thing. That's Cthulhu. Is is it? I'm scared of parasites, guys. Yeah, we're in a graveyard. This is real bad. <laughs> the amount of parasites you can get up from get from contaminated earth. I know. Amazing. I this... know. How long until you roll a luck roll and it turns out you've accidentally got a tapeworm? And you just have a constant feedback. Like, I'm not even kidding. I was reading into the phobia because I didn't know a huge amount about it. And, uh, like, there's... It's so... That fear is so Mm. common within that phobia that there is a completely separate phobia specific to tapeworms. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't shock me. What about the one... I can't remember the exact name of it, but it's one which is basically loosely translated is a fear of closely packed holes. Uh, Tryptophobia. I have tryptophobia. I I actually have that. Mildly, I have that, because I know it freaks me out a bit, even if I'm not irrationally or actually scared. Yeah. But, yeah... (laughs) No, I get that. Yeah, I uh, if if um if I see like a tri- like a tryptophobia like triggering image, I basically feel nope, immediately nope. like violently unwell, like I'm about to vomit, and like my skin is crawling, and I'm sweating, and my heart is thundering, and I can't breathe. Like it's it's super like a physical reaction. It's I'm crazy. glad we brought that up now because I did nearly think 
shall I post an image like that in the chat earlier? Now I'm glad I didn't because I wouldn't want to do that. That would not be cool. I would be, yeah. now that you know and if you did it, I would be very upset. If you didn't know, then you didn't know. And I would have been I like, do, and I'm I glad like I do because I won't. What Thank have I come you. back to? What am I not supposed We're to do? We're talking about tryptophobia now. Yeah. What's that one again? Fear of tightly packed tiny holes. Right. You know, the sort which kind of imply, especially if they've like been photoshopped on a person, that there's some sort of parasitic infection where things yes. come crawling. Lot- lotus pods, yeah, basically. Yeah, lotus pods are the worst. Lotus so. pods, yep. Those are the ones that freak me out, I think, because I've yep. seen them and people imply that they're that, and I'm like, da. Yeah. Or the yep. one, or the toad which gives birth out of its back. That is fucking horrible. Yeah. I couldn't play StarCraft 2 because of there's a Zerg unit that is based on a Lotus pod, and I could I literally couldn't play through the Zerg campaign. It really upset me. Now you know. We just, <laughs> we just need to get a modifier for StarCraft, like you can with Command & Conquer. Or just... like you can with Satisfactory. The arachnophobia, but mod, or, or like Skyrim, where it turns all the spiders into bears <laughs> that teeter like and that float one. towards you. That was satis- spiders. See, in Satisfactory, it's built into the game. There's these yeah. like little ant, nasty, spidery things, but it replaces them with kittens. Yeah, which Aww. come running at you at five hundred thousand miles an hour and still kill you. <laughs> I, I have it permanently set on. Um, the arachnophobia mode permanently set on because yeah, that was freaking me the fuck out. See, I'm, um, I, I'm okay with the little spidery shits because I make a point of never going anywhere where they are unless I'm on a tractor. Um, nice. There's one that there's there's one that we bumped into in the game that's more than twice the size of the tractor. Fuck that. Anyway, let's get back. Yeah, to I was going to say, <laughs> let's get back on track. Right. Meanwhile, Nicholas and Maximums. Uh-huh. Uh You can see you're being watched by the hound. It looks pretty big, Max. Like the the gravestone is gravestone height, and its head is another two feet above yeah, that. Uh, I generally turn out to Max and go, "Still think we're being just a bit excitable." I don't know. I I I said nothing of the sort, Nick. Um, ah, fair, fair, fair point. In fact, as, as Nick has turned around. Like, Sam has already reached into their jacket and has a knife in one hand and what looks like a thirty-two automatic in the other. Um, uh, now, I wouldn't do that if I was you, Max. A creature that size would take enough bullets that will both be dead before you can put it down. Just get behind me, we'll back away slowly, and... Everything will be fine. Just don't make any sharp movements or run. So, that's, that's fun. What if I point this at it over your shoulder as we slowly back away? Ash, mm-hmm. looking at it, just how intelligent do I feel this thing is? Uh, well, me, your uh, human instincts for determining how intelligent a dog is. I don't know what that is. Roll me your animal handling it hard. Animal handling it hard, okay. I can do that. Uh, It's staring at you right in the eyes, Nicholas. It's gauging you, and suddenly it's moving. 
It's moving towards you. It is running at max. Put that away, Max. Put it away now. I interpose myself between the two. Oh, okay, I need to roll something to decide whether I listen to what Nicholas is saying or not. Oh, okay, I'm going to roll a thing. And on roll. this day, Nicholas's heart grew two sizes and then was <laughs> sliced in half by an angry hound. Okay, fine, I listen. I... The Derringer, the, the 32 is going away, though my hand is, like, shaking close to it. I'm struggling to put it away completely. Okay. Uh, it suddenly veers off and disappears behind some gravestones, running up the hill and disappears into the shadows. Whoa! Nicholas? <laughs> Nicholas? Both of yes, you. Unclench. What the absolute fuck was that? I'm not quite sure, and neither at this point is science, Max. No, you can't just say science isn't sure. Stop <laughs> with the bullshit. What do you mean science isn't sure? That I'm was telling a very you, big dog. There has not been a dog of that specific bloodline documented. Anywhere that I am aware of, and I, you know, I'm quite good at my job, even if I'm not very good at anything else, Max. What specific bloodline? Fucking huge. <laughs> well, you see, there are wolfhounds, but yeah, they don't I know really. Like. They don't get that big. No, they don't. It's, it's the closest thing we have on record, though. I do believe. To what? To that which is not on record. And it knew, Max. It knew that what you were doing was a threat to it. It shouldn't have that level of intelligence. There is no way an animal should understand what a firearm is. I turn round to Max and just look at Max in the eye and go, you're quite right, it shouldn't. And then I start to walk back. <laughs> Which way is he walking? Is he walking anywhere near where that thing went? It ran up the hill, and Nicholas, I assume you're going back towards the others? I am going back towards the others. I love animals, but I know when you have pissed something off to a point where you maybe don't want to fuck with it too much more, I think. Yeah, it sure is went that way, the way Nicholas went, the way the others went into the mausoleum oh. complex. Ah, in which case, uh, we need to go find the others. Yes, in that case, I'm going that way because of that. What are you doing, Max? I'm probably their best chance of not being killed. Max is going to take a very deep breath, kind of mutter under their breath that, what a fucking day, and then run up the hill towards where the others went. Okay, you are running up the hill. Meanwhile, back at the mausoleum, where everything is peachy keen and nothing strange is happening, do you head inside the mausoleum? The professor is here to do. The professor is eager to get going. Um, he wanders in, uh, looks at uh, Alice and Louise as they have the torches. Uh, you ladies take the lead, and me and Evelyn will follow. 
I'll take the camera, Alice, and then you can focus on the torch. Okay. Uh, Evelyn, watch, watch out! Evelyn! Roll dexterity, Evelyn. What am I watching out for? Whatever it is, I dodged it. You duck. It's quite low in here. Oh, for <laughs> <laughs> fuck's sake, get the shit out of me. <laughs> and I'm doing my job right. Uh, yeah, once you're past the entranceway with the big boulder, the, 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 the roof slopes down quite quite sharply, and you very nearly walk into a lintel, uh, but duck. And you're having to like walk half-ducked. Okay. Um, um, is the place clean? It's clean, it's dusty, but it's otherwise it's stone pathway and the walls are stone and the roof is stone. Um, it's old, but it's, it's respectable. Uh, this level is, um, it's like letterbox sized nameplates on stone slabs. And obviously behind the slab will be the body and their um, names are... Various people whose name ends in Mac Mahata. And every now and then, after about maybe 20 yards, you reach an open space with a sarcophagus in the middle of it. Um, and then beyond that, there is a staircase that leads down to another level. Well, this is a fascinating example of early medieval... Um, Christian burial rituals, still somewhat pagan with the hill shape, but as you can see from the interior, it's actually following Catholic internment rituals. So, um, shall we head down? If it's safe. Yeah, yeah. it seems to be. Um, he, Absolutely. He pulls open the iron gateway, and you descend down a spiral staircase, maybe ten feet, and then it repeats again. There's the stone corridor with the names on either side. And this one has like three or four openings with sarcophagus in. Some of them have two, some of them have one. And at the end of this corridor, there's another staircase. Just how low does this thing go? Um, I believe it's three or four levels. That's quite a ways down. Well, it's been here since the 14th century, and as you notice, as we're going along, the dates are getting closer to our time, so the oldest ones were buried up top, and when they ran out of space, they clearly excavated another level below. Mm. Um, can I do, like, a... a, I don't know, like, a history check to see if the kind of, like, grave-digging ability that they had at the time corresponds with what they're making because i mean digging down like 50 60 feet and so on and so forth like that's yeah i, I don't know if the i'm assuming it's difficult i don't know shit <laughs> yeah you don't know shit but the professor seems to think this looks like normal and remember a lot of great cathedrals have like multi-level crypts underneath them that's true, actually, yeah, sorry. Well, I mean, look at the one in Tristram. Yeah, that goes down for miles. Yeah. It's full of zombies wow. and monsters and Diablos at the bottom of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> hmm. 
We continue down. You continue down onto the third level. It's pretty much same old, same old. Um, Any uh, sign of anything else, or we just... It's dusty, it's been undisturbed, doesn't look like anyone's been down here for decades. Any Uh, cultists? There are no cultists, there's no strange chanting, you're just three stories down inside a crypt. Rather spot cultist. There is, however, another staircase at the end of this level that continues down to a fourth level. Well, this should be the last one, says the professor. Shall we head down and check it? Of course. That's what we're here. Okay, you descend the staircase. Meanwhile, back in the graveyard. Uh, Max, are you running with Nicholas? Nicholas has run off. I am running as fast as I can. To find I would have been making a point not to leave Max behind, but there's a good chance Max is going to overtake me if yeah, I'm, as fast as possible. I, I've got over the the kind of shock and I'm now just running at full pace. It matter, if I get if I go past Nicholas I keep running. <laughs> Both of you roll strength. Strength not pitch territoire. Oh dear, I I took flat for uh, and so the curse begins. Max starts to overtake Nicholas, and Nicholas turns to look and doesn't see a gravestone and trips into Max, and you both go down in a heap. Uh, roll me your luck at hard. Nice. You don't fall into an open grave. Great. As I stand up, I'm like, God damn it, Nicholas, I see what even it means now, and then I'm going to stop running <laughs> up again. Oh, no. I just let it roll like water off a duck's back. I'm used to this callous snobbery now. <laughs> and it's from your own family this time, Nicholas. You should uh, take that pistol of yours and take out Max from behind. I don't even <laughs> have a pistol. So I should have bought the Jaguar Cub. You could have been like, Philip, kill! Philip <laughs> is not at that point yet, anyway. Oh, anyway, that would be adorable. Max is very clearly a combat so I wouldn't put Philip in such a dangerous situation. Yeah, Philip would win the, the eight-week-old Jaguar Cub. Look, the way your luck just went, Yinks, you'd all be like, I shoot the Jaguar Cub! But no, the Jaguar Cub somehow gets hold of my pistol and shoots me. It'd be a ricochet, and it would go off of, like, a tombstone and kill Nicholas. See, I'm, I'm just I'm just thinking that Nicholas, when, when it comes time to, to train the Jaguar to, uh, to do kill commands, like, training it with, like, obscure... Languages like all of the kill commands are Latin or something. No, no, it would be in Bantu. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yes. Anyway, uh, you pick yourselves up and you carry on and you reach the entrance to the mausoleum. It looks spooky as fuck. Weird Egyptian pillars leading into some sort of mausoleum road. With Can I only see any... Are there any signs of the dog thing? Uh, as you look down the long, dark entrance tunnelway, you see it sitting at the other end, staring back at you, red eyes, balefully staring at you. 
Back. Hmm. Well, let's see what it does. Don't make any sudden movements. Don't be a threat. But our friends are down there, so as long as it's not chasing off after them, then they'll probably be okay. I don't want them acting aggressively towards it. So so what you're saying is that we engage in a staring contest with some form of mythically giant dog in the hope that it doesn't either attack us or run off after the professor. On its body language right now, I, how do I feel its kind of stances? Roll your animal handling as it's mostly just a pair of red eyes in the dark. I do not know. Do you want to shine your torch down there? You've got luck. Yeah, but I've already spent some today. Um, I don't. No, I don't want to shine my torch down there. As you look at it, a cold wind blows down the corridor from the you know the long entrance way, and seems to blow around your ankles. The trees behind you rustling in the wind, and the lantern goes out. Oh. You blink, and the red eyes have gone. Nicholas, where did it go? Oh, uh, well, it didn't go past us, so I'm guessing it went in. Let me relight the lantern, and we'll continue. What if it's in that freaking corridor, Nick? And if it isn't, it's gone after the people who don't have any experience handling animals. If you want to stay here, Max, you can, but I'm going for my uncle and friends. I was not suggesting we stay here. I'm more concerned that it's coming towards us, but fine. If it was, I think we'd probably be dog food by now. I say stretching I, up. I love your confidence. Uh, roll me your... Mm. Can I listen really, really hard and see if I can hear it coming to me through the darkness? You can roll listen, and Nicholas, I would like you to roll for me your Nigel Thornberry. Smashing! <laughs> oh, I need to add smashing as a skill. Roll me, roll me natural world, please. Natural world, natural world. I'm going to have this. Hey, wow. I have some skills. <laughs> I'm... No, <laughs> that isn't what I meant by that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you have a particular set of skills. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, you relight the lantern and you cannot hear anything. It's not in the passageway. I start making my way in. Yeah, I'm going to start moving forward. My, I haven't got either of the weapons out, but my hands are very close to the the... The kind of sling and holster that I have holding them under my jacket. Meanwhile, uh, you reached the bottom of the staircase, Alice, Evelyn and Louise. There's a metal grate that (laughs) opens as the professor pushes on it. There's a large round room. There are sarcophaguses around the edge of it. And as your torches play over the middle, there is a large circle made from uh, what looks like bands of lead and then a pentagram in the middle of the circle. On the far side of the room to you is some sort of lectern 
Like, it looks like someone's stolen this out of a church. It's a proper wooden pulpit. Um, and there are... There are... Five <laughs> skeletons lying at points around the circle in tattered, dusty red robes. All of them are missing their skulls. Well, like... Their head, or their head like is missing. Their, their, oh, the head is the, the, all of their head. Yeah, is it's missing. just just everything from the neck down in a dusty old robe, desiccated skeletons, um, and from the looks of the staining on the floor around where each of the body landed, there's this ancient dark black stain drenched into the stone, as if um. Someone removed their heads and just let them fall and bleed out. Sanity checks, all three of you, because um, it's it's rather disturbing when you realise what you're looking at. I failed. Oh, Evelyn, you failed, my darling. You lose one sanity. Oh, that's fine. Just because it's a little bit creepy... I mean, you've literally found some sort of cult headquarters with desiccated, decapitated corpses in it. <laughs> under well, a graveyard. I think she well, was expecting more. <laughs> well, this is a little bit creepy. <laughs> well, says the professor, I think we found our cultists. Now I guess we know why they um, stopped coming. They never left. They don't look particularly fresh. Um. Well, so... I want to look at the lectern to see if there's any books or anything. Okay, so you're walking across the room then? Yeah, of course. Through the middle of the pentagram and the weird uh, pentagram made of lead. <gasps> we don't believe point. in any of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to disprove this stuff. Of course she does. The Where problem the is, it's not wrong. Where are the heads? <laughs> Uh, Evelyn I don't know a strange voice the... that isn't here. <laughs> Ma- Evelyn marches across the pentagram. In the middle of the circle, there is a... It looks like a font, a stone font from a um, church, one in which you would do a baptism. And inside that is a wooden... Not wooden, iron oil burner. And there is the remnant of some sort of powder in the like where the oil would normally be. Do you stop to investigate that, or are you just heading straight for the lectern? Shit. Um. No, I've I've got a. I'm going to keep. Um. You staying focused on the lectern? I'm going to do. I'm going to do two things. Uh, I'm going to follow my character's mindset, which would be there could be a book on the lectern, and books nom, is what nom, I'm here nom. for. So I'm going to go to lectern, and secondly. A uh, bit freaked out. Gonna go back on a habit that makes me less freaked out and spark up a cigarette. Right. <laughs> so, uh, Alice, what are you doing? Evelyn's heading across the room to the lectern. Um. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think this is the necessarily the first time I've seen a dead body, uh, and. To be honest, the thought process at the minute is, well, at least all the whack jobs in the room are dead. 
you know, that would have been inconvenient walking in on them in some kind of weird initiation thing. Um, yeah, I, I, I just, I carefully go step closer towards one of the cadavers and, um, have a slightly closer look. Yeah. Uh, Louise, what are you doing? I'm keeping uh, Evelyn lit as she wanders into the darkness. <laughs> yeah, you follow Evelyn with the torch. And... I'm not following her, I'm just keeping her lit. <laughs> uh, you're staying by the doorway and shining your torch. It's like, I'm not interested in really scrutinising this, but I'm here. <laughs> yep, this is another location where Princess Louise was not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, you're shining your torch at Evelyn as she heads into the gloom. It's quite a large chamber. The, the circle itself is about 40 feet across. Um, but uh, And the professor follows Alice. So, Alice, can you roll me your medicine, your first aid... Or, let's have a look at your character sheet to see if there's something. Hmm. You can also roll me your... Natural World. Uh, okay, so uh, the first one was Medicine, yeah? Yeah. No. Uh, what was the other one? Natural World. Natural World. No. And first aid. Oh my god. Wow, you needed me there again. <laughs> As you look at this body, Alice, you're shining your torch along it. It's it's not quite a skeleton. There are still dry, desiccated loops of skin and it's it's rather unpleasant. But it doesn't smell. It's all dry and dusty and ancient. Um, you can't quite tell how odd they are, but just from looking at it, the top of the spine, there are a few fragments of, there are a few discs, spinal cord discs, scattered near the top of the corpse, as if something has wrenched the head off. You can literally just see where, you know, bits of the spine have scattered. Um, You know enough that, you know, that, that could only really be caused by someone yanking it off. <laughs> it hasn't been sliced, because that would just be nice and clean and it would have stayed together. This has had trauma to... Yeah, it, it it's it's disturbing and creepy. Yeah. And the professor um, um, takes a photograph. <laughs> See, if this was 100 years ahead... The professor takes a selfie. <laughs> Pointing down. Like, me, me with corpse. Found some <laughs> me corpses. with spooky pentagram. Found some corpses in ancient tomb. Hashtag corpse. Hashtag corpse. Instagrammable right there. Hashtag decapitation. Uh, you move on to the next body and find it looks much the same. Oh. It's... Hashtag how I like my coffee. Decapitated. Uh, but you are doing that. Louise, you staying by the door? Uh, I think so. Um, I'm interested, but I'm not interested enough to actually go pouring through stuff. That, that's... Evelyn, you Other get... people are well over this. About, you get two-thirds of the way across the uh, pentagram and you run out of light. 
I mean, the, the, there's enough light to see the outline of the, the pulpit, but um, it then gets gloomy and dark because Louise is now 30 feet away. I mean, can I still see the pulpit? You can make out, you can make out, you can see the front of it, but as you move around to go out of the pentagram and behind, it's just dark back there because obviously the front of it is lit up. But there's no light yeah, yeah, yeah. behind it, and you can't really see anything behind it. It's just gloomy. Um, I'm gonna light a match. You light a match. I just, I literally just want to see if there's any books or anything like that behind. Roll behind this. your spot hidden hard as you peer with Joni a match into the gloom behind this ancient pulpit. Oh god, my fucking spot hidden is terrible. I can't die and see shit. You need more light. You, it's, it's, Can I just like feel about? <laughs> you climb the pulpit. If you want to feel about on the actual lectern, you're going to have to climb up there. How tall is this thing? It's about seven feet tall. I'm nine foot tall. <laughs> yes. It's shorter than me. <laughs> Like, like it's seven feet above you, is what I mean. Oh Jesus! Oh, okay, yeah, it's pretty tall. <laughs> like, okay, like, it, it's one of those, um, you know, those pulpits you get in cathedrals, the massive ones on the pillars. That the oh, okay, okay, okay. I was thinking more like a plinth, like a like a waist high plinth with like a like a like a small lectern. I wasn't thinking of like a pulpit. Oh yeah, no, this Sorry. is a proper pulpit. Okay, uh, in this bloody, it's about sixty feet tall. But this is like the fourth floor down in a mausoleum. Like, yeah. do they make them that big? Yeah, they do. Wait, wait. Can I just can I do a quick mental calculation here? Yeah. Um, if this is roughly sixty feet tall, and we've only gone down four floors, and each floor is only ten feet tall, we've only gone down forty feet. But this is sixty feet tall. Yeah. So yeah. we're hundred feet down. Maybe you went down further than you thought. Maybe that last staircase was longer. Can I... Is there any way of me working that out? You'd have to go back to the stairs and have a look. Can I do a history check to work? No. No, that's just... That would be gaming it a bit. Uh, Can I do an... No, no, fuck it. Uh, I'm just going to climb up the the thing and have a feel about... You climb up the pulpit. Uh, you see Evelyn's head appear above the pulpit, um, and with the map, you can see there is a book. Uh, it's more of a pamphlet. It's like several pages that have had a hole punched in one corner, and one of those little bronze tags slipped through it that you bend the underside of. So it's not so much of a book and more a pamphlet. Cool. And How about those? Can I read it with a match? You cannot read it with a match. Then I'm going to grab it. I'm just going to... uh, It's in Evelyn's possession. Okay, I have added a book. You can make out the um, title, Hydra's Calling. Um, But yeah, you can't read the rest of it by um, match light. Louise. Hello. Something breathes on you. There's a big (laughs) and snort of warm air from about neck height and then a growl right behind you. 
I'm gonna take steps away from that and then, against my better judgment, but doing it anyway, turn round. Sanity check. I good? Question mark. (laughs) 98 sanity? You are so sane. I started off with that at the beginning of the night. Evelyn, uh, you may roll me spot hidden from top of the lectern, as you cool. may be able to see this. I definitely won't. You cannot. You're busy looking at your exciting thing. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just finding the right... Handout. Where is this stupid thing? Um, I would. Have you? Has Louise turned around with the light, though? I'm assuming she has turned around with the light. Yeah. So. so I've just been plunged into complete darkness. Yeah. Uh, I like call out across the room, like <clears throat> Louise, the light, please. Uh, uh, Louise, you are face to face with this. In the prologue handout. Love expression. Haven't seen it yet. Prologue handout. Ah, there. Oh. (laughs) Oh. Ah. Uh, (laughs) You don't lose any sanity just yet, but you do take a few steps further back. Yes, with the light on it. It's growling at you and staring at you with baleful red eyes. Alice, you look up as you hear the sound of something growling. And you see this thing standing in front of Louise. Uh, I'm adding a handout to the prologue for you. I've moved it to the top so it'll be easier to see. Uh, I was looking at the list and I was like, Chuchin Chow? Oh, and then suddenly Black Hound. (laughs) You see Chuchin Chow. Uh... Sanity check, please, Bungle. What? But I didn't. Uh, what? I... You can see this thing, Bungle. Yeah, but that doesn't mean. Like... <laughs> you yeah. and the professor kind of, you you kind of like pat the professor's hand as you're still looking at the corpses and just kind of like point at this thing. Uh, meanwhile, on the surface. Alice and Max, you have cautiously moved through the maze as quickly as you did. Nick and Max. Nick and Max. Yeah, Nick, not Alice. Oh, yeah, Alice is downstairs in a... We changed gender. Now you explode. (laughs) (laughs) As is tradition. Um, 
Where was I? Max and Where Nicholas, you yes. reached the centre of the mausoleum. Uh, roll me your tracking, uh, Nicholas. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, the mausoleum, you reach the central hillock with its lone war memorial with the light on top, shining a beacon for all time and eternity for those who lost their lives during the Great War. Um, there are three mausoleums, but one of them, a hillock with stone um, moulding, has had the big door rolled open and... Obvious place to look, then. You head inside as quickly as you dare. Uh, the... Dust has been disturbed. You can see footprints... Looks like at least four people. One set of footprints are larger than the others. And you start hurrying down along the tunnel, down the staircase, to the next floor. Plunging into the darkness after your friends. As in the... um, Ritual chamber below, the creature growls and suddenly leaps over Louise and starts running towards the pulpit. And we'll stop there for this week. (laughs) You motherfucker. (laughs) No, we can't stop there. I can't get into a big combat now. God damn it.